Hi everyone, this is Shu with Grayson Hope Consulting. And um, as I've been talking about October being Domestic Violence Awareness Month, I have a new guest here today, um, a new friend. And um, I'll let her introduce herself and share a little bit about who she is and what she does. Hi, my name is Sherry and I am a domestic abuse slash violence um, survivor. And I wrote a book and published it two years ago. And it um, talks about my experiences with domestic violence. Yeah. In the book, uh, we'll get to talk a little bit about it, but I got to meet Sherry. Here's the book, um, the beautiful picture of her on the cover there, um, just about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, maybe. Yeah. At a mental health um, outreach event. And then we, you know, we decided to do this. And it's amazing sometimes where we, when we go about our days, you know, and we, as long as we're open and willing, we, we get to connect with people who are doing the same thing we're trying to do. And, you know, we can join forces and do it better and, you know, and have a greater impact. So thank you again for, you know, allowing me to do this with you, for agreeing to do this with me. I really appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah. So you wrote the book. I said the book is right here. So we'll talk a little bit, a little bit about it. So what was your motivation, your reason for writing the book? Because a lot of people go through domestic violence. Not everybody writes a book, right? Not everybody does, you know, an interview. Um, so for you, what was the motivation behind that? Why did you decide, okay, I have to come, I have to share this with the world? Well, it wasn't my initial, uh, it's not what I wanted to do uh, to begin with. But the more I shared my story with friends and acquaintances, I started hearing the same story over and over and over again, that they have been in a relationship or their daughter was in a relationship. And I have been out of the, the un, unhealthy relationships for, for long enough that I was able to sit down and write the book in a way that it was therapeutic to me but also knowing that I can touch others and give them hope and show them that, you know, you can be involved in these relationships and still come out okay. But you have to realize and understand what are those red flags, what is going on. So in my book, it talks about things that I did encounter, what, what happened. Um, so I was, I was scared to write it. I wasn't sure how people would perceive it, but I had a lot of support from my husband and son and parents and friends. So I thought, well, while I'm writing it, I might as well share it as well. Yeah, awesome. And you're right. It's like, you know, often we go through life, you know, and not just with domestic violence, with anything. Like, you know, thinking about my own story with depression, anxiety, and, you know, and feeling suicidal. Like, I, I realized that after we come to the oversight, you know, there's so many more we can do with that story, right? We can either choose to be better and get stuck there in our past, or we can use it for something better, you know, something greater. And I often say, like, if we turn our stumbling blocks into stepping stone, we find joy in the journey. So, like, for me, when I do the work that I do, you know, in mental health and civil services, you know, in trauma work, it helps give a purpose to my pain, you know? So, I and I can hear you say that, you know, I can hear you say that for your, you know, through your little introduction there, that yes, you wrote that story so that you can help others, give them hope. Because yeah, we you know, sometimes I wish we had the hope that, you know, we had people like us, you know, when we needed it. And when we realized that since we needed people like us back then, 
most likely there's others who need you know need a story in order to move forward and to um and to, you know to just have hope that life can be better right absolutely awesome so what's your backstory so we know you have to you know you were affected by domestic violence and that's why you wrote the book um do you might you know i think before we go into like you know what helped you overcome you know now that you're a survivor overcomer people need to kind of hear the backstory like you know where you were and um obviously only share what you're comfortable sharing and I, you know i'm and i know trauma you know i am a certified clinical trauma professional so i know that you know sharing is not always helpful so by share as much as you are comfortable sharing even just the highlights that's totally fine um, but just to kind of give people a sense of where you were and then that when we start talking about where you are now they can kind of get the you know some of the full picture if possible okay um so i was 16 years old and i met a guy actually while i was at a grocery store <clears throat> and I was at a point in my life where, I mean, my parents loved me, I had friends, I was outgoing, I was in sports. But the one thing I was missing was I wanted the experience of dating. I wanted to meet a guy and have a boyfriend and go out with my friends and double date. So I think that I was at a point where I was almost desperate. And this guy comes along, he was good looking, charming, and he just reeled me in. Um, but what I didn't know is there were so many red flags. Like he was kicked out of high school, he was doing drugs, he um, was living at home with an abusive father, but he was still this guy that I wanted to date and my parents allowed me to date him you know they they knew that he wasn't healthy but they also didn't want to tell me you can't do it because of course what do youngsters do if your parent tells you not to do it you're gonna do it anyway so um so that was my first experience i ended up getting pregnant i had a miscarriage and uh, my parents had actually given me an ultimatum when I got pregnant that I either live with them and break up with him or move out. I ended up moving out. Um, after the miscarriage, I ended up moving back home so I could graduate high school and I was still dating him. But he became extremely possessive where he would come to my school, he would wait outside my classroom, um, empty out my purse, call me names in front of my peers um we eventually broke up and uh the day my mom and i had walked out of our house and we had heard a noise and it was he and his dad behind us in a van trying to run us over on the sidewalk wow so we did press charges it was scary yeah. um but that was my first experience and and I just thought he was a jerk. Like I didn't realize what abuse meant. It was just, oh, he's an idiot, right? Why is he doing these stupid things? Um, so I left that relationship. And then a few years, few years later, I dated another guy who never showed any signs. He was sweet. We met at work. We ended up getting married. Everything was fine but he had some issues with alcohol and because of that our relationship started kind of spiraling i didn't know 
how to fix it. So we ended up separating. Once we separated, then he ended up becoming violent and stalkish and um, scared like that. It was almost like it escalated, right? So as a teenager, you have the one, this one type of relationship that's abusive. And then I have another one that was a little worse than the first. And then I divorced him and ended up um, in another relationship, marrying him and his was worse. So he was very volatile, would uh, black out. Um, he put his hands on me and I divorced him. So, you know, each one of these relationships, they were all unhealthy. They all had some type of abuse um, and each one escalated. And it's kind of like, I look at it as my gosh, if I would have gone a fourth one unhealthy, would I be alive? You know, it's like I drew these men to me that um, were just unhealthy. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I know, you know, it takes courage, right? To share here, to share to the world what you've been through. Um, and I was just, as I'm listening to your story and, you know, some things that I kind of gather and, and then, you know, my clinical trauma professional had stopped blinking is that, you know, you, you, like you said, there were some red flags along the way. And then sometimes when we don't pick up on the red flags the first time, it's easy for us to, you know, end up in the same in the future relationship where the flags, the red flags becomes, you know, burning flags, you know, they're, it, get, it gets kind of, like you said, it gets, you know, kind of progressed, you know, in a not so positive way. And, and I think, again, as, you know, a lot of 17, 16 year old, you know, like, you know, we've all been at that age, right, where, you know, it's personal love at first sight and you're just like, oh, it become, become blind to everything, right? And I, you know, I, and, and, I bring this up just to even encourage all the moms and parents and aunts and uncles listening is, you know, yes, at that age, you know, you know, teenagers want to do what they want to do. But think about, you know, the long-term consequence of them being involved with someone who's not healthy, you know, and have that conversation. Start talking about those red flags. And, and because it's never, it's never too, um, too early, honestly. My daughter's 12, and sometimes, you know, we'll be, watch a movie or something or even the grocery store i say see the way that guy just talked to that lady that is not healthy or sometimes vice versa i'm not speaking on guys sometimes it's women you know you know talking right. to them in an unhealthy way so then i point that as well because i start you know using all these little everyday life you know moments if you want in the grocery store you know when we're watching tv to start teaching that because we want them when they get 16 17 18 then they can start you know looking at what healthy relationship looks like you know so yeah so we, we definitely have to you know start that conversation as early as we can but also it's it's sad when you think about like the first you know your, the your uh, first guy that you had when you said 17 16 you said that he was living with an abusive father you know so that's probably that's the pattern that he'd been exposed to that's all he knew so for him maybe it was nothing wrong with it you know i mean hey him and his dad got in the car and tried to run you and your mom over that can say that's what people do because that's how you've been raised and maybe his dad somewhere down the way of the road also had a healthy you know healthy upbringing so you know another point to you know to bring up here is to see how sometimes like we say hurt people hurt others yes when people are stuck in a healthy patterns and a healthy relationship you know and it's not always romantic relationships sometimes it is you no know, parental as well that's all they know and they duplicate that they you know everywhere they go because that's their that's the reference, you know, that's the frame of mind. That's all they know. So sometimes, you know, before we start blaming, you know, 
casting, I guess, the stones on people that we call, you know, abusive, also see where they're coming from, right? Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you for opening in all of that for us to discuss there. So, um, so the book is great, and, and I, 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 I haven't even finished it yet, but it is, you know, it's awesome. I like, like you say, like, you know, trying to bring out those red flags so that you, whoever is reading it, People like, oh yeah, I saw this before, you know, oh, maybe my cousin, my nephew, my niece, you know, is dealing with this. So it's not just, I don't think the book, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think the book is just for anyone who's been through domestic relation or abuse situation. I think it's for everyone so that we can all be aware and we can also be better supporters and, you know, protectors of, you know, of our uh, young ones and not even just young ones, of, of our loved ones in general. So, um, where can people get this book? If you know, I, I got my copy when I met you, you know, face to face at the event. But for anybody else who's watching this, where can they get a copy of the book? So they can get it on Amazon, and they can also go to my website. So I don't know if we want to share that in a link somewhere or. Yes, I can post the link, but you can also mention up here, and then I'll post it when I um, post the video. Okay, so my website is www.sherry bouse-smith.com and on Amazon if you just search my name it will come up you can get it in Kindle and as well as a paperback awesome awesome yeah I will post the link but the title of the book I know it's kind of hard to see when I'm you know, holding it this way but the title of the book is the cycle ended saying goodbye to domestic abuse and I just I love the title like you know and it's it, like you said it's something we get into this pattern and at some point I'm glad that the cycle ended for you but there's so, so many people who are still going for that cycle. Where they're like, okay, why did I get up with this? I'm, this, you know, this is just like pee. They're just like, oh, like, you know, we're going through the same thing over and over again. What will you tell those people? What will you tell the men or the women who feel like they're stuck in this cycle of abusive relationships? Oh, that is such a loaded question. I because know, I know, but how, is, how can you encourage them? I know, it's so hard. So I think for me, the biggest thing is knowing your self-worth and knowing that you are worthy of more than what they're giving you. And it's not always easy to just walk away. I mean, you have to create a plan because they're, you know, it can escalate. Um, but we are worthy of that. We're worthy. We deserve love. We deserve happiness. We don't deserve to be talked down to. And I think once others really accept that, that's when they can actually walk away. Yeah, and you're right on. You know, we have to know, you know, our own worth because, like you said, even when you share your story, you were, you know, you had everything going on for you at 16, but the only thing you thought that you were missing out on was having a boyfriend, and you know, maybe at that age, it's nothing wrong with having a boyfriend, but was then, you know, because we, you know, you were craving that so much, it's like then it kind of led to making some of the choices, and I'm glad that you know, you know, that's you know done, and you, you know. You were, you know, happily married, and I got to meet your husband as well. You know, such a sweet gentleman. Um, but there's many, many young people out there. Maybe not, even not just young people. I meet, I even meet women who are, you know, in the 30s, 40s, sometimes 50s. Uh, I even met one who's actually was in her 60s. So, you know, been like, as she's telling her stories, and I, I'm absorbing, observing what she's going through. I'm like, it's like she's always chasing this, you know. I don't know, Mr. Right, you know, but always chasing after this thing, but kind of craving, have this craving, this this male presence, then we kind of get into 
places that are unhealthy. You know, yes, it's great to be happily married, and I wish that on everybody. But at the same time, we shouldn't be chasing in a relationship at the sake of our health, the sake of our wellness, the sake of you know, or you know, of our spiritual well-being. Because sometimes when we start craving it so much, we start chasing after things that are not healthy for ourselves. You know, so yeah, if you know your worth and you know that you are enough, you know, you are enough the way you are, then whoever comes supposed to be complimenting that, not decreasing your worth. You know, exactly. Awesome. So how can people connect with you? I know you share your website. Is that the best way to connect with you or is there another um, way for people to connect with you? Yeah, they can on my website. There's a contact form. They can also reach out via email, um, which we can share as well, but it's sherry at sherryfaust-smith.com. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And then do you have anything going on, um, any special events, special programs, something that's coming up that you would like, you know, people to know about to try to share with others? Yeah, I'm actually um, hosting an event this coming Saturday. Um, um, there's a woman that I know who is a happiness coach. So she created Women's Global Happiness Day, which is October 17th. So um, there are, I think, 80 leaders who are hosting this event. Um, so yeah, I'm hosting it here at my house and it's for women and we're just going to get together and talk about um, why women aren't always happy. You know, why is there more depression in women than men and how we as women can come together and support one another and just have fun. Awesome. Wow. I love that. So do you have like, would you, do you have like a link of anybody who wants to be part of that? Do you have like a way for them to sign up? Yeah, I can send, yeah, I can send that to you and then we can share it. That would be great. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, we'll definitely share that. Wow. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for, you know, doing this. And is there any last words, you know, any last words of wisdom that you want to leave with, you know, with our viewers later? I think I just want people to know that they can do this, that they can walk away, that they can find happiness and love. I'm a testament to that. I have been married 17 years to an amazing man who is supportive and loving and caring and um, goes to events with me and he knows how important this is for me to share what happened to me and, and um, reach out to others and, and help as much as I can. Yeah, yeah. And then just, you know, just literally to you know, confirm that your husband is very supportive because he was there at the table when you and I were talking. He stayed, you know, stayed at your, at your booth there and was, you know, promoting your work and your book. So, yes, it is possible. Like you said, the share is a you know, testament of that, that you can find true love, you can find healthy love. Um, and I, there's even the book that I, I, I was I was reading finished I was reading before say don't call it love, and it's written by you know by uh, Christian counselors and the whole premise of the book is like when you when we start getting into this unhealthy relationship we think that it's love because it feels good in the beginning and then we get up you know not being it ends up not being what we, you know, what we thought it was gonna be so if it's not healthy don't call it love if you don't feel respected and valued and you know acknowledged and um, supported then it's not love. Right. So yep. just you know, I think that just gonna echo what you said. I think that's a good words to leave, you know, leave others with is you know that you can walk away. There are resources out there to you know that can help. If you don't know where to go, depending where your community you are in the community, like everybody can call 911 if you live in the US and you know they'll make sure that they get you in a safe place, that they connect you with resources in the community. Um, there's a lot of domestic violence um, 
organization in the area. And if you, you know, if you need to find one, you can reach out to me. I'll put my contact info as well. You know, reach out to me. And I can help you locate one in your area. But definitely, you know, you are worth more, and you are worth, you know, you know, being happy and being fulfilled. And that's the relationship should be. You know, no matter if it's a romantic one or just it's friendship, but we should be in relationships. You know, no matter what kind of relationship it is. That actually enhance who we are, not not the ones that bring us down and deteriorate. You know who we are in our identity. It's that's not healthy. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Sherry, and thank you again. Thank you for everyone watching. Thanks for watching this, and you can reach out to Sherry be part of our events, and you can reach out to me if you need support. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Yep. <laughs>